Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Two strikes. Here it is. Swinging a ground ball toward third. Capra to his left. Gloves. Throws. Got him. Ball game over. David Bednar with the save. Johan Oviedo with the victory, and the Pirates get to Adam Wainwright, and they beat the Cardinals. They've won the season series against St. Louis, and they won tonight, 6-3. to Sports Radio 93.7, The Fan. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is The Fan Early Morning Show. It's The Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So this season for the Pirates has been... A little rough, and I know some of you out there don't want me to talk about it anymore, but I'm going to anyway. They're 57-69 and 69 right now, 12 games out of first place. Unlikely to qualify for the playoffs unless they go on a ridiculous run and other teams fall off hard. But I think there's something to appreciate about a season where the St. Louis Cardinals are in last place at this point in the season, not first. Not making the playoffs. The Cardinals are in last, 55-72. and 72. You heard Joe Block say it. The Pirates have won the season series against the Cardinals. That's something to appreciate. And if the Pirates maintain a balanced pace throughout the remainder of this season, they will finish above the Cardinals for the first time since the late 90s. So there are things to appreciate about this this season. Andrew McCutcheon, in yesterday's game, hit his 299th career home run. He's hitting these milestones as a Pittsburgh Pirate. And a note for the Pirates, sign him. Sign him back. Sign him back soon. Maybe as soon as the season ends. Be in talks, negotiate. Get McCutcheon back on the team. I feel like he should be a part of this. I'm sure several of you would agree that it would make it all that more pleasant if he continued to perform the way he has been and he could be a part of a Pirates team that makes a playoff run, perhaps a World Series run. Hello. I sure hope so myself. Paul Skeen's making his way through the minor leagues up in double-A now with the Altoona Curve. John Wayner said he, on the uh, fan morning show with uh, Crowley and Doran yesterday that he doesn't think Skeens is going to make the 2024 opening day roster. Still doesn't mean he couldn't pitch by the end of this year if he does well enough. So uh, we'll see about that. But that's uh, that's what the Pirates are right now. Still a lot to look forward to. Still a lot to appreciate. And as sports fans, I think that it's, Important for us to appreciate certain things about sports and and moments when we can. 
It's very easy to get angry with the Pirates. It's very easy to settle into the monotonous upset state because the team's not doing as well as you'd hope. But a game like last night is one to appreciate. Even a game like uh, the beginning of the series, the Pirates won 11-1. The Palacios brothers played against each other. That was fun to watch. The Pirates putting a beating on the Cardinals was fun to watch. The Pirates beating Adam Wainwright. It's just fun. They're proving to Adam Wainwright, hey, you don't get to live in the baseball world forever. You're getting old. We're young. We're going to get you. And they did. And they did. So on top of that with McCutcheon on the brink of 300 career home runs, it's all very exciting. Just how you look at it. If you want to be upset about it, I mean, I guess you have a right to, but don't sit in it too much. Appreciate the little moments like that. And expect great things for next season. Now, if next season doesn't go according to plan, I might join you all in being upset. But for the time being, it's okay. We'll talk a little bit more about baseball later because I, I, I have a theory on maybe why some of these big spenders, especially now, aren't doing as well as they may have in the past. We'll get to that. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Steelers for a second because I do have a point about appreciating sports and appreciating things around sports, especially because we're Pittsburgh and we have three professional sports teams. Just like you should appreciate the Pirates, so too should you appreciate Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you want to call in to talk about the Steelers or the Pirates at any point in time, you want to ask me any questions or uh, bring up any discussion points, you're welcome to at 412-928-9370. That's the fan hotline. You can also hit me up on X. You can tag me in a post. Remember when you just had to say tweet, you can tweet me at. Now you have to say, you can tag me in a post on X at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And um, I'll read your post or answer your questions as uh, as you send them in. So let me know what you want to talk about. Also, sorry, my voice is a little hoarse as well. My uh, sister got married this weekend. And... Um, and a lot of shouting, a lot of dancing, and, uh, yeah, my voice is starting to lose it a little bit. Bear with me, but let's talk about the Steelers. Um, so I'm hearing a lot of debates back and forth about, you know, is Kenny Pickett going to be good? Can the Steelers be good this year? Um, and there are a lot of fans out there who who say that, uh, oh, we got to wait till we got to wait till week three. we got to wait till week three to make a judgment on how good the Steelers and Kenny Pickett are going to be. One guy I know said, got to wait 10 games and then we'll find out. So, first of all, listen, I think that it's uh, it's more impressive to analyze talent when you can predict it early on. Like, anybody can wait to see if something's going to happen like, not the not the forecasters have the best reputation, weather forecasters. But if it's raining outside and the weather forecaster tells you, "Hey, uh, expect rain now," you're not going to be as impressed, and you're not going to find it as useful because 
Um, because you know, because you can see it with your own eyes. It's usually when a weather forecaster gives you the report beforehand and lets you know ahead of time what's going to happen. It's usually when it's more useful information. I think it's the same way in sports to an extent. Like, have a little faith in your team not to have to wait 10 games to be like, oh, yeah, they're they're good or they're bad. You know, have a little intuition as a fan maybe to have faith sooner. I'm actually cool with waiting three weeks, not so much 10. So if you're out there with that opinion, I don't agree. I think that you need to take a stance sooner than that and just kind of go with it because by the time 10 games is gone, you're over halfway through the season. And what did you really enjoy in that case? I don't know. But three games is fair. And as somebody who comes on the radio and hosts this show, I like to have more of a rational middle ground as well. So I don't necessarily want to jump the gun and say that you you should be making these predictions early on because you really don't know. I think there's a balance to having these takes, but there's one question I want to ask you in a moment here. But first, we got a caller at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, this is uh, Joe. Hi, Joe. From Pittsburgh. Hey. Um. So just a hypothetical here. What do you think is more likely? the Steelers to score at least one touchdown in every game of the regular season or one passing touchdown in every regular game of the season. So the touchdown can be any type of touchdown. Either one rushing touchdown by any member of the team or one passing touchdown by Mm. any member of the team. Well, thanks for the call, Joe. I appreciate it. I would say one passing touchdown. But that's actually that's actually a tough question. I actually like that question a lot because you got Najee Harris and, and Jalen Warren at the running back position, and they're and they're strong in that regard. Uh, but I'm going to bet on the wide receiver core in that case. But it's close, definitely close. So I like that question. I like that question a lot. Were they more likely to have? <clears throat> excuse me. Are they more likely to have one rushing touchdown every game or one passing touchdown every game? I'll go passing, but it's close. I like that question. But back to the Steelers and back to how they could be performing this year. I get it. it, it I like to stay rational with my takes, and I, and I like waiting on tangible and, and, and better and more accurate results as much as the next person. Um, I don't think the preseason game should be weighted so heavily. So I get it. If you want to wait till three weeks in the season, you want to wait till uh, there are three games gone in the season before you assess the talents of Kenny Pickett and the rest of the Steelers roster. I'm with you there. Here's the question that I want to ask you, though. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers exciting? Is Kenny Pickett an exciting quarterback to watch based on what's happened last season and this season? Are you excited? Not this season. It's preseason. But you get the You get the point. Is it exciting? Are you excited to see the Steelers play? Are you excited to watch Kenny Pickett play quarterback? Are you excited to see how the offensive line performs, how the wide receivers perform, how the tailbacks perform? If your answer to that question is yes, they are all exciting, and this should be a season to anticipate, Congratulations, I I find you rational. 
And you can call in at 412-928-9370. And I might call you rational. I may say, great, I'm glad we agree. If you say no, no, the Steelers, there's no reason to be excited about the Steelers this season. You call on a wall, but I'm going to have more of a thorough discussion with you because I would like to understand what makes you think how last year ended, how some of the preseason events have played out so far this season. I want to know why you're not excited and how you can't be excited. And that, I think, is the difference because I did think about it. And at first I was like, man, why Why is everybody waiting? Like, why are we waiting for regular season games to pass before we have a strong opinion on these players and on the team? For me, I think that you should have an opinion maybe a little sooner. Definitely don't wait 10 weeks. But you should have an opinion sooner. But I'm also somebody who comes up here and, say, hey, and says, hey, you know, I'm not somebody who gives drastic and crazy takes. So maybe you should wait. But if you're not excited about the Steelers, I want to know why. We got a caller at 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, this is Walt in the car. Hi, Walt. Hey, um, I, I'm definitely excited with the season with all the players. Very good. But I have reserve uh, because of coaching staff, uh, knowing how to uh, coach them and do certain situations. Well, you can have reserve. And thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh you can have reserve. Like, I'm fine with a little bit of skepticism. You have reason to be afraid of this season, that's for sure. But based on what you've seen so far, based on how last season ended, I think it's important to be excited, especially with all the offseason moves they've they've made as well to put together a team that that feels competitive. So that's where I am on that. You can have a little bit of reserve. The coaching staff, Matt Canada specifically, you know how I feel about him already. Not the most exciting guy in the world. Doesn't have the best results so far as an NFL coach. But at the end of the day, based on the players that they've gotten, there is excitement. And there are things to look forward to. We've got Dave and Delmont who wants to talk. Go ahead, Dave. Thanks. First time caller. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, there, you have to be uh, happy with the way uh, Con and Waddle put this team together. There's a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no other way to look at it. They're going to be a really good team. Unless uh, Canada holds them back in Tomlin, they're, uh, I think they're going to light it up this year. Dave from Delmont, I appreciate the call. Yeah, first-time caller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hear from Dave all the time. Uh, nice guy. Um, well, that Dave takes it a step further. They're going to be good this year. There we go. So that's an optimistic take. Not just that they're exciting. He thinks that they're going to light it up this year. I like hearing takes like that. That's being bold. That's having confidence. And that's the whole thing about being a sports fan that I think sometimes we lose sight of in this city is that, you know, there are so many things to appreciate, and we expect championship and championship and championship, and we've gotten some recent championships in in hockey and, and football in the city of Pittsburgh. I think that there are certain things to just appreciate and get excited about, and that's really what, what fandom is. It's not just being miserable all the time and, and, and hope, you know, expecting the worst. Sometimes being a fan is just, you know, going crazy and and being blindly excited and, and, and just smelling the fresh new season and, and you know, seeing all the all the players and all the weapons that you have that could go out there and, and, and be competitive. So that's where I stand on it. I think there's excitement 
for this season. That's why I say that. Got another caller at 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Dave from Greensburg. I just want to say, if you're looking at last year, when Trubinsky was leading the first-team offense, they didn't mm-hmm. do anything. This year, Kenny Pickett has. Looks like Matt Canada may have progressed a little bit as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot better than what they did last year, and Kenny Pickett was the clear favorite last year coming out of preseason. And he's the big guy this year. So that that fact alone, I think they're going to do great. And say hi to Gary on their way to work. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, so Kenny Pickett looking bigger, more exciting quarterback. Matt Canada improving as a coach. There are several reports that have come out of La Trobe that has said that the offense just looks different. It looks like they're positioning themselves differently. It looks like they're trying new things. There's new plays being cooked up. So in that case, those reports have then transitioned into preseason games. And here we are. The team is winning preseason games, as much weight as you put on that. So there are signs that things are getting better. Does this necessarily mean Matt Gannon is a better head coach? I, or I'm not a head coach, I'm sorry. Uh, a better offensive coordinator? Maybe not, because they also went 3-0 and last preseason. So it could or it couldn't. But we'll just have to see on that front how much better he's gotten. But based on reports that we've received from Late Trobe when they were in training camp, the offense is indeed looking differently. Got another caller, 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, this is Dave down at Crafton. Hi there. Hey, what would you consider a successful season for Pittsburgh? Getting into the playoffs or a playoff win? A playoff win at this point. Absolutely. Okay. What do you I think? Was, I was just I I think just getting into the playoffs would be for, for me would be success. I mean, look at the quarterbacks they gotta go through. Mahomes, why I mean, my God, they they got like a Hall of Fame quarterbacks that Pickett's gotta be. I'm not saying he can't, but I mean that's not an easy that's not an easy task ahead of him. Well, yeah, no, I hear you. I appreciate the call. Yeah, I guess I never look at it from that perspective where the how you know, comparing it to this AFC, which is just nuts. The AFC is definitely the stronger conference this year. And there are so many teams and big players to get past. So I understand that. I just think that I think they can win in the first round. I absolutely think that they could win a playoff game in the first round if they get there, if they play like they should. But if they lose another playoff game, I mean, what's that going to say about, you know, how the team has kind of rebuilt itself quickly and the and the coaching staff? It really isn't going to get the Steelers anywhere meaningful because they, they've been doing this for years. They've been just barely missing the playoffs. Or they've gotten into the playoffs and lost in the first round. If they don't do that, if they don't win that playoff game, they haven't really improved. I don't think. Because I think that they're, the, the teams in the AFC are good, but not good enough for the Steelers not to get past the first round of the playoffs if they win 10 or more games this season. That's just the way I look at it. Because really, 
if they don't, I, I mean, the expectations have to be a playoff win this year. Everything is for naught. Because you've heard me say it before. I think that rebuilding and maybe taking a year or two of of a worse record to gain assets would be a good thing. Now, they didn't do that. They've chosen to bolster their team. They've chosen to add pieces to the team. And since they've chosen that, they believe that they've gotten better with the acquisitions that they've gotten rather than take a few years off and, and rebuild and gain more uh, and higher draft picks and, and, and get talent, uh, young talent that way. They've signed some veterans. They had a great draft. They also signed some veterans. They've invested in some veterans. So my whole point with with the idea of success is that if they've made this investment, they've chosen not to rebuild, and they built up and acquired veteran talent quickly, if they can't win a playoff game with all their acquisitions, I say it's not a successful season. Let's take one more caller before this break at 412-928-9370. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, it's Joe again. Oh, my goodness, you called back. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I just wanted to mention about how I feel we're going to win the division this year, not only a playoff game, but uh, we're going to win the division too. All right. Um, and I just feel that way because last year uh, we went 3-3 three and three in our division. So did the Bengals. The only difference is we ended up losing four more games, which mm-hmm. I feel if C.J. Watt was there, we had full strength. And Kenny Pickett being on his second year, we can easily make that up. I hear you, That's Joe. My take. I hear you. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no notes on that one. That makes sense. I appreciate your optimism. I appreciate you calling twice. And uh, I like the take. I like the take. But yeah, at the end of the day, talking about a Steelers' successful season, based on who they acquired and the veteran talent they acquired, I'll say it one more time. I get that the AFC is tough, but there was the choice to kind of break it down and rebuild it. They didn't do that. They doubled down by signing all these veteran players, by bolstering the line, by grabbing some players on the defensive side of the ball. If you're going to do that, you need results. They haven't won a playoff game since I was in high school. So that's where it is. If It's not a successful season without a playoff win, and that's my, that's my logic as to why. I got to take a break. I'm overdue for one. But uh, you can continue to call. You can hit me up on X at Callis underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. And call 412-928-9370. I'll try to get to a couple more calls after this break. You're listening to the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer's here. Come check out Trailblazer Equinox and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks. You can also check them out online at sunchevy.com today. High of 81, low of 60, mostly clear skies all throughout the day and tomorrow. High of 85, low of 68, a 50% chance of thunderstorms. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is the Fan Early Morning Show on Sports Radio 93.7. The Fan, I got a few more minutes with you. We're talking about the Steelers. 
um, how successful they can be, what a successful season would mean, why you should be excited about this team and not so pessimistic and just have some optimism as they move into the season based on what they've done so far in the preseason, not only that, but also the second half of last season. There's a lot to look forward to. I got a bizarre notification, though, and I guarantee that you got it too uh, this week. Forget exactly what day it was, Monday or Tuesday. Um, you got it if you cover sports and you're and you're a sports fan because several of the major national sports coverage entities they they sent this out. Uh, historic loss for the Baltimore Ravens. Their streak, their preseason winning streak, has come to an end. They've been undefeated for years, and it's finally come to an end. They had a 24 game winning streak. In the preseason, and they lost to the Washington Commanders 29-28 on Monday, and their historic streak is over. That's factual information, but why is it bizarre? Because why does the preseason matter so much, and is it really historic if they don't you know, suffer through a whole season? They win three games in a row. There are plenty of teams in the NFL that have won three games in a row, and that's during the NFL regular season where the starters are playing. The entire time. So to call that historic, I mean, it's news. It's newsworthy, but to say it's a historic streak, I think that is, I think it's very bizarre. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't have time to take any more calls. If you want to tweet at me, though, and tell me if you agree or not, that's at Callus underscore 33. You can post on X at me, at Callus underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. I just wouldn't classify it as historic. I think that's an editorial word for a streak of games, of three games, or, you know, in the before time it was four games. So streaks of four and three games in a row, I mean, it. Uh, that's not super hard to maintain in the, uh, in the grand scheme of the NFL. So, I, again, I wouldn't classify it as historic. It's newsworthy. It's interesting, but historic preseason winning streak, no. I don't... Uh, I don't like that. Again, I think it's unusual. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.